0: Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown subject season three of
1: WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms.
2: By the head of the Loudoun County School Board says he is not running again for that seat. And the commanders appear close to a deal with a new offensive coordinator who would also be assistant head coach. We'll talk to Frank about it in just 10 minutes. Nine o'clock.
3: This is CBS News on the Hour, your home for original reporting.
4: I'm Jennifer Paper in Chicago. Just three weeks after the nation saw the footage of Tyree Nichols' violent arrest, the five former Memphis police officers involved appear in court and plead not guilty. Nichols' mother and stepfather were also in the courtroom. CBS's Bradley Blackburn reports.
3: The family of Tyree Nichols addressed the media moments after the five former Memphis police officers accused of killing him made their first court appearance.
0: We have to start this process of just this right now and I want each and every one of those police officers to be able to look me in the face.
3: The officers looked straight ahead as they pleaded not guilty to second-degree murder and other charges.
4: Six people have been killed in shootings at three locations in Arca, Butler, Mississippi. Police say a 52-year-old suspect is in custody, charged with first-degree murder, and will face additional charges. Among the dead, the suspect's ex-wife and his stepfather. Resident Patsy Franks-Hensley tells News Nation... It is such a tragedy. We have a
0: good... Most people are just really good, and we never would have thought anything like that would
4: have happened here. One man was shot at a store, and five others were shot at homes in the small northwestern Mississippi town. A counterterrorism raid in northeast Syria leaves four U.S. service members injured. Three of the four had wounds serious enough that they needed to be evacuated to a military hospital in Germany. The U.S. military operation took out senior ISIS leader Hamza al-Hamzi, who supplied suicide vests to other operatives. CBS's David Martin.
1: U.S. Special Operations Forces went in by helicopter and surrounded
2: a nondescript house in northeastern Syria. But as they closed in on their target, an explosion, either a suicide vest or a hand grenade, went off.
4: It's an east-west doubleheader for SpaceX, CBS's Peter King explains. Started
1: with this launch Three, from Vandenberg Space two, Force Space one, in California. Engines full power and lift off. And that Falcon 9 carried dozens of Starlink Internet satellites into orbit. If all goes as planned, launch number two comes later tonight. As the company launches another Falcon 9, this one from Cape Canaveral, carrying a British communications satellite. The first SpaceX human flight of the year is expected to take four astronauts to the International Space. Space Station a week from Sunday. Peter King, CBS News, Orlando.
4: A jury tonight could not make a decision in the double murder trial of former Pentagon police officer David Dixon. A mistrial has been declared. KTWTOP's Kyle Cooper.
3: Dixon, who was off duty, says he was acting in self-defense when he fired into a car leaving his apartment complex. Killed were Dominique Williams and James Johnson. The two were suspected of breaking into cars. David Haynes is an attorney for the Johnson family. This has all been uh, very difficult to relive. But at the same time, the family is very determined that they see justice. Kyle Cooper for CBS News, Washington.
4: This is CBS News.
2: And that story you just heard on CBS involved Montgomery County and Tacoma Park with our own Kyle Cooper. Now, 9.03 here on WTOP on this Friday night, February 17th, 2023. 38 at Tyson's, but it feels like it's in the 20s. I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. A man is dead after he was shot aboard a Metro bus in Montgomery County a little more than an hour ago. According to a Metro spokesperson, the shooting happened on the Z6 route. Just before 8 this evening, the Z6 bus operates between Silver Spring and Fairland, Castle Boulevard in Fairland. Montgomery County police say a man was on the bus when a suspect shot him. Nobody at last report was in custody. We will keep on top of the story tonight and overnight and bring you the latest information as it comes in. Some Arlington County parents are worried about drugs and security in their kids' schools. Now they've sent a letter to school board members and Virginia's governor demanding change. In the story you're hearing first on WTOP, some other county schools in Arlington are now tightening up their security.
5: Bathrooms are a hotbed for drug use and security procedures are inadequate. That's among the complaints from Wakefield's high parent, John Bartram, after a student's
1: apparent overdose and a trespasser on
5: campus triggered lockdowns in the same week.
1: According to to, uh, my kids and their friends, there's been a lot of drug overdoses in the school.
5: In response, the school system is increasing the supply of Narcan in schools. Bartram is also calling for an independent review of how the school responded to the trespassing incident.
1: If there's a standard protocol, it may not have been followed.
5: Schools like Washington Liberty High are also adjusting security procedures. Starting Tuesday, kids there won't be allowed in hallways during the first and last 10 minutes of class. Scott Gelman, WTOP News.
2: WTOP has contacted the Arlington County School System and Virginia's governor for comment. Speaking of children and security at school, Maryland lawmakers heard from students about active shooter training scenarios as they consider a proposal to change the way those drills are done.
0: Melissa Villegas, mother of three, told Maryland state lawmakers about how her seven-year-old daughter came home one day upset after an active shooter drill. Villegas quoted her daughter telling her, We have to make the room dark, but it didn't get dark enough, and we could still see each other. So I know we would die counts like that, coupled with questions about how effective the drills really are, prompted lawmakers, including Delegate Jared Solomon of Montgomery County, to propose a bill that would require schools to give advance notice of the drills.
3: It's critical because sometimes these drills do more harm than good, and we know we're facing a mental health crisis among our young people.
0: Kate Ryan, WTOP News.
2: It's been an intense several years for the Loudoun County School Board, and not to mention other school boards in our area and across the country. Well, now we're learning the Loudoun County School Board Chair Ian Sorotkin. He is not running for re election when his term ends this year. He was elected in 2019. Now he says it's time to be with his family more. He told Loudoun County now that he and other board members would get death threats every time the Loudoun County School Board would be discussed in national news with regard to, for example, how race is taught in classes or which books are carried in the school library or other hot button issues. All nine school board seats in Loudoun County are up for election this year. COVID cases continue to fall around the country, although we continue to have many deaths per week as well. Well, D.C. Health is scaling back some of its programs started during the pandemic. Health leaders say starting Tuesday, the COVID Test Yourself D.C. kiosk program will be suspended. The rapid tests given out at libraries and senior centers is also being suspended. The federal government is making similar changes with the falling number of COVID cases and availability of testing and vaccines at doctors' offices and pharmacies. Coming up after traffic and weather, the Washington commanders have made a major decision about how their offense may look next year. Hiring somebody who was just part of the Super Bowl winning kansas city chiefs frank hanrahan standing by at the sports desk to talk more right after traffic and weather ashley's president's day sale is here to make your home look vibrant this season warm up your space with the hottest furniture styles
1: get 25 percent off spotlight deals throughout the store and online or get zero percent interest for 60 months on furniture styles you'll love for years to come we want you to save big at the president's day sale Going on right now, only at America's number one furniture and mattress store.
2: Ashley. See store or ashley.com for details.
0: February is Heart Month, and Adventist Healthcare and WTOP want to help you put your heart health first. One in four deaths in the U.S. is caused by heart disease. It's never too early to start taking care of your heart. Take Adventist Healthcare's fast and free online quiz to learn your risk for heart disease, and you'll be entered to win dinner and a movie. Give your heart the Hollywood treatment. Learn more at AdventistHealthcare.com slash loveyourheart. That's AdventistHealthcare.com slash loveyourheart.
2: 908. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks with Bob Imler in the Traffic Center.
1: On 66 eastbound at the Fairfax County Parkway, had a crash on the left lane of the express lanes. That should be out of the roadway now. 95 southbound uh, headed through Dumfries, still just briefly slow getting past the incident on the left shoulder after exit 152. Beyond that, the pace is good. There should be roadwork setting up uh, pretty soon along stretches of 66, but so far none has. But be alert for the work crews there. Things are otherwise pretty quiet around the beltway in Maryland and Virginia. No incident toward the least to report in Maryland, 50 out to the Bay Bridge clear sailing, and 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, each without delay between the beltways up and down 270. All is quiet tonight. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4, four-day forecast in Amelia Drake.
6: The winds will continue to subside overnight tonight, but still a bit of a breeze and cold with overnight lows in the 20s as clouds clear out. We'll start off tomorrow with windchill temperatures in the teens and low 20s with the high near 50. A bit of a breeze around tomorrow, especially during the morning hours, and plenty of sun. Tomorrow, more seasonable February day, and we haven't seen many of those lately. In fact, to date, this is still the fourth warmest winter on record. A mix of clouds and sun and warmer for Sunday, with temperatures near 60. Breezy winds for President's Day, with an isolated shower possible, and highs around 60. As we look to Tuesday, we'll have temperatures again warming to around 60 degrees. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Amelia Draper. At
2: DuPont Circle, we're at 38. Germantown is at 33. And Annandale, 37 degrees. Factor in winds from the north and northeast, and it feels like it's in the mid and lower 20s across our area. Those winds should go away in the next few hours, but until then, it's going to feel cold, and I have to be honest with you, even after the winds die down, it'll be down into the 20s in many suburban areas. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today. Schedule your free in-home estimate. It's now nine ten on WTOP. <laughs> Well, the Washington Commanders' search for a new offensive coordinator is over. ESPN, among other sources, reporting the Commanders have finalized a deal to make Eric Bieniemy the team's new offensive coordinator. You may have seen Bieniemy on your TV screen last Sunday during the Super Bowl. He spent five seasons with the Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs as the team's offensive coordinator. And WTOP sports reporter and anchor Frank Hanrahan is live with us now to talk about the Commanders' new hire. The story, of course, doesn't happen in a vacuum, Frank. The uh, entire controversy about not enough black head coaches coming to the NFL and Biennemi has interviewed a bunch of times for head coach so between that and the news with Washington tell us what's going on.
5: Yeah, so he only had one interview with uh, the Indianapolis Colts for a head coaching job. Uh, Three or four years ago, actually when they won their first Super Bowl, uh, Biennemi was a a hot commodity, right? But for whatever reason, he just did not get a head coaching gig and it was almost an afterthought that he was still in Kansas City with this high-powered offense as the O.C., so he never got a head coaching job. His contract was up with Kansas City, and Coach Andy Reid in his post-Super Bowl press conference made it pretty clear that he wasn't returning, that being the enemy, that he needed to find to go somewhere else to... uh kind of just create his own um, sort of coaching style. And here's the thing. In Kansas City, Dimitri, he was not the primary play caller. He would call plays, but Andy Reid had the final say. So that may have hurt his reputation a little bit. But when you see two offensive coordinators from the Eagles, the losing team in the Super Bowl that were both white gentlemen, get head coaching gigs...
2: Your your eyebrows do raise. So we went to that issue first, but let's kind of backtrack mm-hmm. now. What does it mean for the Commanders to get this talent? Oh, yeah. Is he a great offensive talent? You would
5: have to think this is a, a heck of a coup because the Commanders, let's be honest, very dysfunctional franchise with ownership in flux. In who knows what's going to happen there. Uh, Ron Rivera, five hundred season offense ranked, what, late, uh, you know, 24th and 27th respectively in points scored and total offense. So they needed a jolt, right? And this is a guy that can come in and certainly provides some, some new ways to approach the offensive side of things. Yes, he had uh, Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City, but I think there's also something to be said about some of the schemes you saw that were run by Kansas City in the playoffs, and even in the Super Bowl, you're saying, I've never seen that before, mm. right? And it was executed well. So that's that's the hope here in Washington. A new, fresh approach with Eric Bieniemy as your offensive coordinator.
2: How much attention should we pay to the fact that his title is not just right. offensive coordinator, but assistant head coach? Yeah, we got reports that he's gotten a, a big pay raise
5: and you would wonder why would he come to dc well i think that's one of the reasons right you get a lot more money you get a better title as an assistant head coach you got more say something that you may not have had in your previous stop in kansas city and i think if you're eric Bieniemy, demetri you're thinking you know what if i can make this work in washington it's reportedly a two-year deal then my stock really can rise because if i can get this offense going with maybe Sam Howell is my quarterback,
2: then maybe finally other teams will say, you know what, this guy is head coaching material. Frank, in a year or so, maybe much less than that, you and I could be talking here one night about right. a commander's team yeah. with a new owner. Right. Uh, and it, maybe that owner says, I'm just, you know, it's wild speculation, I suppose, says, you know, I'm not too happy with Ron Rivera. Maybe Eric Bienemy becomes oh, my, uh, I, my head coach. I, I think there's a
5: lot of that going into your thinking, right? That if you come into a spot where you haven't gotten the head coaching gig, and you know, maybe perhaps there could be a change And you're there. Hey, why not me? So I think there's a lot of that thinking that goes into it. Now, we're not... Eric Bieniemy, but I would think he would consider
2: that for sure. And uh, final thought here before we move on to some other sports, uh, I'm just thinking about we talked at the beginning about how uh, even though he was pursuing a head coaching position, it just wasn't in the cards. Is there anything about about him, something we're not factoring in that, that well, coaches saw or, or uh, owners saw and didn't yeah, really like?
5: I think there is something that has not been talked about that much, but he has had some, let's just be honest, some run-ins with the law in the past. Now, it was years ago go. Right. But we've seen coaches getting hired and then folks do a little bit of a background check and they say, oh, well, what about this incident? What about this incident? I don't know. I'm not saying that that he is, is, is um, you know, not going to be questioned about that if he gets a head coaching job, because he would be. But I think maybe that could be an issue that folks are just not willing to uh, take that risk just
2: quite yet. But that's just my thought on that. Frank Hanrahan. We're talking about the uh, new offensive coordinator and assistant head coach for the commanders, Eric B. Me. Frank will take just a few seconds rest here.
1: <laughs> Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think
2: red and at 9:15 Frank what else is happening tonight
5: so we got Tiger Woods who's trying to uh, make the cut at the uh, Genesis Invitational looks like Tiger is going to get there uh, Max Homa is your leader he's at 10 undershot a 68 he shot a first round 64 followed by a 68 and the uh, projected cut line still at plus 1 so it looks like Tiger Woods who is at plus 1 after shooting a 74 today after a first round 69 would make it to the weekend as i see most folks are just wrapping up uh, their second round play. So it looks like Tiger's going to make the cut at the Genesis Invitational right outside of Los Angeles. We got the NBA All-Star weekend and the festivities taking place in Utah, even though the Wizards have actually been one of the hotter teams uh, recently, it was just such a slow start that killed them and in injuries. They didn't get anybody to represent the Wizards at any of the festivities this weekend. Of course, the All-Star game is on Sunday night. They got the dunk contest, three-point shootout that will be tomorrow from Utah. And we were just talking about it. The Commanders have reportedly finalized a deal to make Eric Bieniemy the team's new offensive coordinator and assistant uh, head coach, reportedly gets a two-year deal, should be official sometime tomorrow. And Bieniemy will be in complete ch- uh, charge of the offense and call plays for the Commanders next year. And he'll work with uh, second-year quarterback Sam Howell, who right now is penciled in
2: as the starting quarterback. Frank Frank Androhan, WTLB Sports now 9:16, The five former Memphis police officers charged with murdering 29-year-old Tyree Nichols appeared in court for the first time today. All five pleaded not guilty just three weeks after the release of the body camera video of the violent arrest that shocked the nation and Nichols died three days after that arrest. CBS News correspondent Elise Preston in the courthouse today.
6: Nichols's mother, Rowan Wells, was inside the courtroom. I feel very numb right now. I'm really
0: waiting for somebody to wake me up. But I also know that's not going
4: Nichols died January 10th, three days after he was repeatedly kicked and punched by the officers who were part of the now disbanded Scorpion Street
0: Crime Unit.
2: All five officers are out on bond. A Minnesota Democratic congresswoman attacked in her D.C. apartment building a week ago has received a deluge of politically violent and vulgar messages. Congresswoman Angie Craig's office says the messages followed a Fox News segment criticizing Democrats for their policies on policing. Craig's office released eight examples, including audio in which people used the F-word, and another audio example in which somebody said that they were glad the congresswoman was attacked. Members of the congresswoman's staff say they're reporting these messages to Capitol Police. Threats against members of Congress have become more common since the attack on the U.S. Capitol on January 6th of 2021. The top stories that we're following for you this hour here on WTOP, a man has been shot and killed on a Metro bus in montgomery county it happened a little more than an hour ago the montgomery county state's attorney says he will retry former pentagon police officer david dixon after a judge declared a mistrial in the double murder case today the jury could not come to a decision the white house is sending federal medical experts to the ohio town where a train carrying toxic chemicals derailed two weeks ago cnn reports the team will help figure out what dangers may still remain in that town and six people were shot dead today in a small town in rural Mississippi near the Tennessee state line with a suspect in custody. More ahead on WTOB. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, we're going to Bob Imler now in the traffic center.
1: Around the Beltway in Maryland and in Virginia, no incidents or delays to report. Traffic continues to run well. Southbound Baltimore, Washington Parkway, a little bit slow through Riverdale. Maybe something on the shoulder getting attention, but I don't think it's going to be blocking anything. North of the Beltway on both the Baltimore-Washington Parkway and 95, each running without delay between the Beltways. And up and down 270, all is quiet and clear sailing on 50 out to the Bay Bridge. In northeast D.C., Burroughs Avenue is still closed by Eastern Avenue, and the reason for that is a downed tree. That's been closed for quite a while. On 395 and 95, pace is good. The travel lanes are open and should find traffic running well both inside and outside the Beltway on 66. No work zones in place as of yet. Bob Inland, WTOP Traffic.
2: Storm Team 4, four-day forecast. Here's Amelia
6: Draper. Still some gusty winds out there tonight, but overall they're continuing to subside as clouds clear out and temperatures plummet. We're looking for overnight lows tonight in the 20s. That means a really cold start on your Saturday morning with wind chills in the teens and low 20s. We will have plenty of sunshine tomorrow with a high near 50, which is normal for this time of year. So a chilly winter day out there with a bit of a breeze. Breezy on Sunday, especially later in the day with temperatures near 60 and more clouds than tomorrow. For President's Day, I can't rule out an isolated shower, otherwise noticing breezy to even windy conditions with a mix of clouds and sun and temperatures warming to around 60. That's a good 10 degrees above normal. We warm to around 60 again on Tuesday. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist, Emilia Draper.
2: Fort Belvoir, 37, Foggy Bottom, 38, Silver Spring, 38. But then you've got northwest winds at 14 miles an hour, so it feels like just 24 degrees here in the Washington area. We're brought to you by Len the Plumber, trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Still ahead here on WTOP, a Naval Academy building getting a new name in honor of a former president. And a new zoo, in fact, it was open for a time. There was a tragedy with a couple of giraffes that died in a fire at this local zoo. Now new owners and a new experience, and we'll tell you more coming up. Here's
1: Brian Wheeler, the Vice President for Provider Collaboration and Network Transformation at CareFirst Blue Cross Blue Shield. On discussion transforming healthcare, we're
3: not getting the value that we
1: should
2: be out of the United States healthcare delivery system, and it has a lot to do with the way the financing and delivery system has evolved over the years. So what we do is we're trying to
3: change from the old way of contracting, which was for volume—a fee for service, provide this service, get paid this amount—and instead reframe uh, the nature of the way we're
2: financing healthcare to payment for value and outcomes. So basically, what that means is uh, we're contracting on behalf of our millions of members with physicians, as you said, physicians, uh, offices, hospitals, health systems, and we're going to them now and partnering them with them in different ways where the outcomes that they produce along the
3: lines of better affordability for people.
1: Listen to the entire discussion on WTOP.com. Search Care First, 922. KBR's highly experienced and highly
0: cleared team is ready to solve today's challenges while preparing for tomorrow's threats. For more than 50 years, KBR has been trusted by the Department of Defense and Intel community to provide mission-critical science, technology, and engineering solutions. As global demands change and markets transform, KBR delivers innovative results to advanced defense and national security interests on land, at sea, in the air, space, and cyberspace. KBR, the team behind the mission. For more information, visit KBR.com.
1: As I reflect on my 35 years at Rocky Gorge Animal Hospital and how lucky I've been to get to know you and to have helped care for your pets, I wanted to say thank you. I and many others at Rocky Gorge are indebted to you for your trust, loyalty, and for allowing us to take care of your most precious assets. To Rocky Gorge, you've become our family. and We want you to know that we treat every pet every day as if they're our own. Thank you for trusting Rocky Gorge Animal Hospital with your pet's care for over 70 years. This is WTOP News.
2: It is 923. Former President Jimmy Carter's name is now on a building at the Naval Academy in Annapolis. The building on campus had been named after a leader in the Confederate Navy. The name changed today on the engineering building after a commission mandated by Congress determined several military assets across all branches of the service had to be renamed because of their Confederate ties. Former President Carter, who's now 98, graduated from the Naval Academy in 1946. It has been almost two years since two giraffes died in a fire at a zoo in Reston. Now it's reopening with new owners.
3: The zoo is now reopened as Nova Wild. New owner Tara campbell Lucier, grew up going to the zoo, then taking her kids. She says this is a real dream.
0: You're only as strong as your weakest link, and so I'm making sure that the right people are in place. And the animals came first. That was first and foremost.
3: The zoo has a drive through safari. That's me losing it when a 600 or so pound Asian water buffalo came up to my car for a snack. And there's a walk-through portion with cheetahs, kangaroos, and other great animals. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News.
2: Kyle's laugh is pretty contagious. Well, it's 924. Would you let your kid bike a few miles to school? What about if she was in a group? The concept of a bike bus isn't new, but one mom in Arlington says it's helping her kids find confidence and community.
0: Jillian Burgess says she loves to pick a theme and a playlist each week when she and other parents travel with about two dozen kids to Escuela Key Elementary in Boston. But there can be some challenges. My son and his friends all play trombone, and so there have definitely been some days where there's been like five
6: trombones in our cargo bike.
0: <laughs> She's seen kids daunted by a hill or unsteady near other bikes grow throughout the year, participating in the bike bus.
6: When you give kids the age-appropriate independence, they become more confident. They become less anxious. They realize that they actually have the power to deal with problems that come up and move forward.
2: Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. Seven teenagers ranging from 14 to 17 are charged with stealing cars in Montgomery County. This happened about 7.30 Wednesday morning. County police say detectives spotted a red Hyundai Sonata speeding along Livingston Street in Gaithersburg. The car then crashed, the suspects ran away, but officers later caught up with the teens and arrested them on auto theft charges. Money News 25 and 55 on WTOP.
0: This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. The song Disney corporate workers are singing is not back to work we go. It's more like away from work we stay. The Washington Post reports more than 2,300 corporate workers signed a petition to CEO Bob Iger asking him to reconsider his order to return to offices four days a week starting in March. Amazon, meantime, is ordering its workers as of May to get back to the office three days a week. New York Mayor Eric Adams, a proponent of return to work, is apparently back. to a different reality. He's worked out a contract with some city workers that sets up a pilot program for some remote work, apparently as a way to attract workers, although he worries about emptier offices hurting other businesses. And Tesla may be looking at making a bid for a company that mines metals, used to make EV batteries. On Wall Street, the Dow rose about a third of a percent, 130 points, but the Nasdaq and S&P fell about a quarter to more than a half percent. The Nasdaq down 69, the S&P 11. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Joan Doniger on WTOP.
2: Still ahead here on WTOP, a couple of developments coming out of Montgomery County. In one case in a courtroom for the double murder case involving a former Pentagon police officer. Why was a mistrial declared not too many hours ago? Stay with us on WTOP for all of that. Then a series of shootings in a small town in Mississippi, not in the same location, but scattered about town. We'll find out more about that and the latest word on those flying objects from the White House. Stay with us at 926.
6: Beautiful homes start from the floors up at FloorMax. This weekend, all in-stock carpet is now on sale at FloorMax with up to 50% off.